Hello, everyone out there in the 6570 family project world. You guys, I have a question for you. When a storm comes through a forest, does it make a beautiful log cabin when it's done? No, of course it doesn't. In order for something to be built, it takes planning and designing. And that is exactly what we do here in the 6570 family project. Listen, we have a whole new year coming up soon. And that year is going to come and go no matter what. But you have an opportunity to build something great, build something amazing in its place. And that takes, you guessed it, designing and planning. And you guys, I created a perfect New Year family check-in for you so you can do just that. It's a quick 15-minute guide that everyone can have. You want to print out one for everyone, and it will help you reflect back and build forward in this incredible new year. Go pick it up right now. It is over at NellieHarden.com slash Happy New Year. That is N-E-L-L-I-E-H-A-R-D-E-N.com slash Happy New Year. Right there, no no spaces in there with Happy New Year. So go grab that and get building forward in this incredible new year, new opportunity we have coming at us. All right, everyone, happy building. Hello, and welcome to the 6570 Family Project Podcast. If you are a parent of a tween, teen, or somewhere on the way, this is exactly the place for you. This is the playground for parents who want to raise their kids with intention, strength, and joy. Come and hear all the discussions, get all the tactics, and have lots of laughs along the way. We will dive into the real challenges in raising kids today, how to show up as parents, and teach your kids how to show up as members of the family and individuals of the world. My name is Nellie Harden, big city girl turned small town, sip an iced tea on the front porch mama, who loves igniting transformation in the hearts and minds of families by helping them build self-led discipline and leadership that elevates the family experience and sets the kids up with a rock solid foundation they can launch their life on all before they ever leave home. This is the 6570 Family Project, let's go. Wow. Welcome back to another episode of the 6570 Family Project Podcast. You guys, I am excited about this topic today because I feel like it comes up so much in my life, in my coaching, my family coaching clients' life, and in the world out there where I'm serving as well. And that is, how do I guide my kiddo, my child, through something that I am still struggling with myself? So the quick and easy answer, and if I could just like write a write up a prescription and hand it to you and everything was hunky-dory, is vulnerability and self-led leadership. There you go. Everything is good, right? <laughs> Not so much. You're like, okay, well, what do I do with that? And so for me, I want to give you some examples of how this looks in my own life, because maybe you can... Um, uh, be on the same frequency as that. And so for me, it is my temper. 
you know, that for one yelling, um, having little to no patience now, like not violent by any means or getting that, but I definitely don't have as much patience as I would like to have. Um, I have for sure grown over time, but especially when the kiddos were young and I had four kids in four and a half years and that, cohort, if you will, that cohort of children going through was a really a lot of strain for a while. I had my first, and then I had twins two and a half years later. And then I had one more that, um, that was born the day after the twins second birthday. And so that was just a lot. And it's amazing because people look at me and they looked at our family and they're like, Oh, you have so much patience, but I didn't feel like I had patience. I wasn't patient on the inside, right? On the inside, I was having those nerves going back and forth and, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Oh, can you please stop? You know, there was uh, one time, let me know if you've ever had these crazy situations. I am grocery shopping with four kids. We're going down the aisle and I had this this funky way that I would push two carts at the same time. So I would be pushing a cart and my right hand would um, be my, uh, let's see, index finger and middle finger and thumb would be on the first cart. And then my ring finger and pinky finger would be dragging another cart behind us that had more of the bucket seats in them with more kids. And so between kids and room uh, that was left over in those carts, I could get all our groceries in there. Where was internet shopping back then? I mean, really today I just go online and I order my groceries. I pull up and they put them in my trunk. That was not a thing back then. I really wish it was, but I had to do this funky thing and the twins were in the back cart and I had the baby and my older one uh, was walking, I believe. Um, And anyway, I look back at some point and those twins are sitting back there. They're two eating a stick of butter. I was so grossed out, you guys. I was so grossed out. I was like, what are you doing? Where did you get that? These are groceries. We haven't even paid for them yet. And you're sitting back here eating butter. Ew. And it was everywhere. It was everywhere. It was so gross. So again, wish I would have been like having a little bit more patience during that time. I mean, I didn't like full on set security wasn't called or anything like that, but I could have probably handled a little, handled it a little bit better. And what, what really happens though, is you start seeing some of these quirks, if you will, that you have, that might not be your very best traits. You start seeing them in your kids. And then that is the biggest trigger. And it's nothing big, just maybe a little irritability, maybe a little impatience with a sibling. And it was enough to stop me in my tracks and be like, "Mm, uh uh-oh. Uh, And I needed to intentionally turn a corner again and again and again, bringing awareness to it, being cognizant of that and making the change because of it, right? Self-led leadership and discipline right there. And I, which I had to practice for myself in order to then help them practice. But what are some other examples for me? It is me and my anxiety, right? I am uh, I am a total introvert, which uh, many people don't believe, but I am an introvert that can be extroverted sometimes. I think there's actually, in fact, I know there is, um, 
there is a introverted extrovert. I guess that's how you could class me. What I really see is that I am a total introvert that in order to fulfill the mission that I have that has been placed on my heart, I have to get out there. And so my, my need and my drive and my calling have to be a wave that washes over my introversion sometimes. And so that's why I see it, but it still causes uncomfortableness. Some of that anxiety, um, me and not enough. We're really good friends, me and not enough, uh, me and self-consciousness, another good friend of mine. I wouldn't say a close friend. I wouldn't say a good friend and me and self-doubt, right? Those are big ones that I struggle with for sure. But the thing is, is they can't help but come out of you. You can try to bottle things in on the inside, but they always seep to the surface, always. And our kids mirror what they see. I mean, better for worse, they mirror what they see. So- The big takeaway is if you want them to pivot away from your quirks or your not as great habits as you would like, you have to pivot first because they are mirroring mirroring you. So if you want them to pivot away from these habits and hangups that you have, you have to pivot first. There is literally no other way. You are... Uh, I'm sorry, who you are is how we lead. That is a quote from Brene Brown. You guys, I love, love, love Brene Brown. I've read all the books right now. I am reading the latest one, Dare to Lead. I love Brene Brown. I worked in her programs for a year and a half. There you know, was a time that she had me up on the screen and I was like, oh my goodness, like fangirl moment of Brene Brown. She has TED Talks out there, you guys read Brene Brown, watch Brene Brown. It is so, so good. Um, I've built so much of who I am and in overcoming who I was uh, through those experiences with Brene Brown. But again, she says who we are is how we lead. So again, if you want them to pivot away, you have to pivot first. And I'm going to keep repeating that because that's a hard one to sink in. And we understand, we need to understand as adults and teach our kids, right? Because we are building them. We are planning and designing and overseeing the building of who they are and their experience in the childhood uh, arena, if you will, so that they can set up or we can help set up a foundation that they can launch life with, right? So that is our teaching. That is our training. That is our leadership as parents and understanding and teaching that there is no finish line. There is no finish line. There is never going to be a point that I can, you know, swipe my hands back and forth and say, Oop, all done with self-doubt. Oops, all done with, you know, uh, not feeling like I'm enough. It is always a constant. And if they can realize that young, they can stop trying to race to a finish line that doesn't exist. And so understanding, understanding and teaching that there is no finish line and that we are all moving because guess what? Time is moving in a direction. You just need to choose what direction you're going in. And a great example of this, I feel like is the silent treatment. Okay. So same action over a different uh, amount of time. So if you give someone the silent treatment, which I'm not, I'm not saying you should, or this is a good thing. This is just an example for this to prove a point. 
is if you give someone a silent treatment or you're getting one from someone for five minutes, that's a lot different than getting one from someone for five years, right? Same action, just a different amount of time. And so what we need to understand and how we're leading and what we're doing in there is that there is no finish line. We're always moving forward. It's just, are we moving forward in a good direction? Are we moving forward in a not so good direction? One that serves us, others in the world around us, or one that doesn't serve us, others in the world around us, right? And we are living together as a family. You are living in a home with your family in somewhere, some capacity, right? And the more we can break down those separations of this is my life and that is your life, the better we can keep ourselves in that leadership position. And we're gradually feeding them hand over hand, this rope of leadership that they can then take with themselves when they leave home. But if I'm living my life separately and you're living and your child is living their life separately, maybe your spouse is living their life separately, then you're just living in an apartment complex. You're not living in a home. You're not living in a family. A family works together. A family is a team. A family can depend on one another, can talk to one another, can uh, connect with one another and can be in that place that they are their true selves without having on as again, another Brene Brown ism, if you will, without having the armor on that we need to have, or we feel like we need to have out in the world. That is what our family is. And so knowing and being vulnerable and talking about these things and leading yourself in the right direction. So they learn how to lead themselves in the direct or in the right direction, but being vulnerable enough to be like, you know what? I I'm 42 and I'm really struggling with some self-doubt today. And they're like, wow, I'm 13 and I'm really struggling with some self-doubt today. Maybe we do have some commonality. And really talking about that as to this is how I'm dealing. I'm dealing with self-doubt today. You know what? This is my challenge. This is what I'm going to do about it. And this is what I'm going to try, right? I might fail along the way. That's okay. I'm going to rise back up and I'll try that again, or I'll try something different. But breaking down those barriers of separatists in the family is so, so important. And uh, generational change is best enacted with the parents, not the kids. I want to repeat that. Generational change is best enacted with the parents, not the kids. Those consistent lessons woven into everyday conversations and actions are where that's going to happen. I mean, think about as an adult, any of those changes that you had to make you had to break up some concrete. You had to like break a sweat. You had to get the sore muscles, the heart, the the brain, the sweat, all of the things, tears, most likely all of the things in order to break through the cement of what was being formed or what was formed in your childhood. But if you can pivot first, then you can have them pivot that much easier. And then their core beliefs are cemented in And it's part of what is their, their platform to launch life with not part of what is weighing them down in their life later on. And it is so much harder to do it that way. But you guys, I have this new, um, it's, 
not a, it's a, it's not a document. It's a new series, a question series that for those of you in the family success vault, uh, those of you family success vault members, it is right in their top of the page. And these are 12 questions that I promise you will break down walls, build connections, and have you answer things that you might not have ever even questioned before. You might not have even fathomed answers for them before, but I want you to go in. It is 12 questions that you will be, that will be delivered to you over 30 days. And these are big questions. They're small questions big results. These are 12 mini questions that will change what is happening in your home because it will change what's happening in your heart and mind. I can't wait to share these with you. Go there now. If you're not already a vault member, remember it's just nellyharden.com slash vault, sign up to become a vault member, a family success vault member, and get your hands on this right away. You will be so happy that you did. And if you're already a vault member, Congratulations. And it is in there for you. Ready. My heart to yours. My, uh, this parenting uh, soul to your parenting soul and this architect to you. I want to be able to give you this tool and I spread it out over time. So you have some time to think about these within or between each one of these emails that you're going to receive. So be sure to go and grab those uh, 12 questions in the vault right away. And I am going to sit here and just think about how we can further help ourselves, how we can further help our kids. It's what I do every morning. It's why I journal. It's why I read. It is I am better leading myself in self-led discipline and leadership and then turning around, pivoting so I can help them and have that be in the cement of their childhood. Okay, you guys, I hope you guys got so much out of this today. But remember, if you want them to pivot you need to pivot first. That's the best way to do it. That's the absolute best way to do it. Okay, you guys, happy day, happy building, and I'll see you next time. Just for listening today, I want to give you a free gift called the Family Success Vault filled with tools you can start using right away to bring intention, strength, and joy to your home through self-led discipline and leadership. This can be found at NellieHarden.com forward slash vault, NellieHarden.com forward slash vault. And thank you for being a part of the conversation today. And if something really resonated with you, please connect with me on social. I'm on Facebook at Nellie.Harden or Instagram at NellieHarden. Lastly, if you loved this information, please leave us a five-star review so more and more families can be impacted by harnessing the strength of these ideas and tools in their own families. Happy building. Can't wait to see you next week, family architects.